Welcome to the No Ledge Podcast. Your host, Oso, with friends, KP, and we got Shane Arthur on today. How y'all doing? Oh, I'm sensational. Nigga, think he future. I'm good, bro. You know. I'm only the future, nigga. I'm all about the future. Blessed up every day. But if you're only thinking of your future, how can you get past things? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Bars? Was that, was that supposed bars. to be bars? Don't, don't, bars, don't hype him up. Don't hype him hey, up. That's off the top of the head. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. That's, that's a, a little off top like a barber, nigga. Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, KP came to the wrong one today. It's blazing. Blazing hip-hop and R&B in here. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's it's all cream, no Oreo today. Oh, that was kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm speaking, that made me uh, uncomfortable. I'm speaking, I'm speaking to the goodness. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes the cookies are just in the way, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're too close-minded. Wait. <laughs> You know what? I'm not even just. I'm. I'm gonna let it slide. I ain't gonna say shit. You see? You hear the emphasis this man put on? He was like far away from the mic. Now he's in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga became the mic. Nah, I'm just in your mind. Mm. <laughs> nah, brother. See, you see what? How they have you conditioned? You think the cookie is in the way, but really, the cream, the white part, brother. Okay, that is what's in the way. The cookie <laughs> is the best part of the Oreo, my brother. For every two Shame. proud now black known cookies. as Hotep Man, for every two proud black cookies, they <laughs> toss away for the white cream. You see what's going on in these streets? And I got peppermint oil for sale, by the way. Cocoa butter, shea butter, whatever you need. Non chopper, <laughs> three for two. You want a bean pie? <laughs> Definitely, bean pies on deck. Um, random funny story. But you do when um, yeah. damn, how old mm-hmm. was I? My mom worked in this place called Nubian Heritage, and um, it doesn't exist anymore. No, no. Well, either way, there's a lot of there's a lot of incense stores on 125th in general. And of course, we were going to one, and there was so many different smells. Right, one smell in particular <laughs> was familiar. It was labeled. Pussy. Wow. And I swear oh, on everything. <laughs> I don't know who accumulated five years of straight like pussy jelly and and crushed it up and put it into a put it into a, a, a an instance. But it was exact, my nigga. <laughs> I'm mad you called it pussy jelly. <laughs> Did you say that? Did you say that to your mom? Because don't you no, what's funny was that like word. Nigga said you was young. Nigga said, "Mom, why did that smell like your room?" I was old enough. That's accurate. I was old enough to know what it smelled like, but mm-hmm. I was like trying to. I was trying to like avoid the area, though. You know what I'm saying? But I want <laughs> to keep smelling it to confirm, though. You know what I mean? Like, cause it was just bamboozling that it could smell like this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I just, when I said pussy jelly, I was just trying to think of like pussy in a concentrated form. You know what I'm saying? Jelly was the only way I could think of it. I don't think you're ready for that jelly. I ain't. <laughs> if, a, if a chick came up to me and said, yo, I got that pussy jelly for you, I'm good, beloved. Stay blessed. Y'all thought Erica Badu was the first? Nah. 
Oh, the Africans on 125th got it. I 100% believe she's been pussy jelly for quite a few years. <laughs> but clearly she wasn't the first. Yeah, but who? But she might have mastered the craft. She might be elite. But we know that's Erica Badu. Like, these incense, I don't know. Like, is, do these belong to Nakia? Do they belong to Chanel? Like, <laughs> is this like a, a combination? Is this a, this is a group effort? <laughs> Is this, where is this? Where is this pussy sourced? <laughs> is it ethical? <laughs> Hopefully, it's gluten free. <laughs> we got the Canadian pussy smell section. <laughs> All right, but see, this is that's a. I mean, as a callback to to younger days, it's still even just being able to make jokes about shit like that like I, I don't know i mean mature maturity is definitely built but somewhere i'll just put it like this do y'all feel do you i guess really looking inside do y'all feel like adults yet um i don't know i feel like i feel like young adult 2.0 like if that, if it was an iphone it'd just be young adult plus you can say young adult plus. I mean, it's, di- it's different because I think our idea of what being an adult is like has changed so much. Like the world has changed so much, so being an adult is different for us than than what we grew up seeing. I agree with that also. Um, okay. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Um, as far as what I feel, I definitely feel like a kid who just has his own money now. I'm a kid with a job who has his own money. I laugh at stupid shit. I do stupid things, still trying to figure it out. So I do not feel like an adult in any shape or fashion. Yeah, and then it kind of turns into like, when do you start feeling like that? And also to define adult in this situation, it's like people who are responsible, responsible for this immediate store, this immediate neighborhood, people who are going to be responsible for the country. You know what I'm saying? So... At what point do we truly feel like? Is it because none of us have kids? Is that what it is? I just realized that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's part of it too. Um, you know, I always think that maturity is the direct result of responsibility. That's why, you know, you have adults that, you know, have the privilege to have like hedge funds and whatever. And they're like, oh, they're just like giant kids. Like, they don't know anything. But meanwhile, you have kids growing up, like, in the hood or whatever, and they have to take care of their siblings or whatever and and the household. And you're like, damn, that kid has no chill. Like, he doesn't play or anything. And it's because, you know, he has to do everything. That's what I feel like that's part of our, you know, as black people, that's part of our, uh, our PTSD, you know, we don't have the luxury of just being children through and through. Right. So right. it it you know, it makes us grow up too fast. That's an interesting perspective. I never thought about it like that because when I think about like maturity, feeling older, responsibility, things like that, it's more along the lines of um what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
I think maturity is more along the lines of when you stop acting impulsively uh, because you have the wisdom or that knowledge now to choose a different strategy, if that makes sense. And granted, uh, as young black men, like all three of us are, we have all been put in situations where, you know, you had to have that experience, whatever the case may be. But when we are in our damn time chilling, relaxing, we we laugh about stupid things, foolishness, and it's a good time. And I feel like that is those moments that we aspire for, which actually also kind of sounds sad because they are so few and fleeting for us, or at least for me in a manner of speaking. I don't know. I mean, I guess that just all depends. I mean, also? I, I also think it's funny. We keep, Do you feel like a grown up yet? I mean, it really, it really depends. I think that um, speaking to what both of you have said here, I was starting to feel like if it makes any sense, I guess I felt more of like an adult as a teen when the struggle was real. You know what I mean? When the hardships were real. And mm-hmm. now I feel like where I've created some financial freedom, I've eliminated some debt. There's things that I've done that can give me some peace. Now I feel more like a kid because now I can spend money again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I don't know. It's interesting because I don't, I don't even know because you took care of your responsibility to get that freedom. Are you really right. being a kid or are you being a responsible adult? Like, you know what I mean? Or where you get to chill now because you did what you needed to do. So I don't know. It's a, a, do we a very aspire, Do we aspire to go back to that kid's position and within comfort? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we've all done enough growing up where it's not that we aspire to be in that kid's position because, um, I forgot who I was having a conversation with, but it's like, as you get older, you're supposed to want to take on responsibilities to a certain level to not to the point where you are, you know, bogged down in life and you're just barely making it, but it's supposed to, it gives you something to do and it gives you something to look forward to. Responsibility isn't always just some kind of, uh, you know, thing that you, you hate, like, Going to a job shouldn't necessarily, you know, drain you. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't necessarily drain drain you. If you're doing something that you enjoy doing, you know, it's just mm-hmm. something that, you know, you're you're taking part in, and you have the responsibility, and it then that ends up bringing joy. You know, it doesn't have to be like kids. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be something that's that's terrible. It's just something that you take care of because without it, you you know, your life is kind of empty. Now, see, there you said you had to, you kind of looking for a responsibility um, and, becoming as a, and becoming an adult. And I feel like it's kind of, I mean, going back to what I said, it's kind of like you get this job. Well, not even that you want to get this job, but you want to make enough money so that you don't necessarily have to work that regular nine to five anymore. You look to buy a house so you don't have to keep paying rent. So you're kind of working and doing these things to relieve yourself of these responsibilities rather than go towards them. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying in terms of I have to go towards getting more responsibility to eventually get rid of all of them, I guess is what I'm saying. 
Um, but I think I I don't think so because it's like people who take who go on retirement too early, and then they're kind of left just wandering around the house with nothing really to do. That's somebody with no imagination. I mean, I think I I kind of fundamentally disagree with also was saying not even disagree. Maybe I just have a different viewpoint of it because when I think about, you know, working and things like that, it kind of parallels to what Shane was saying, where you go, as you get older, you get smarter, you start to invest your time in different things. You start looking for more things to do. I think it's more along the lines of we're trying to put more of us into the world, or at least I think that might be how it should be. You know what I mean? you try to start leaving a legacy, something, a part of you that's going to outlast you. Or at least that's what I aspire to do. No, I don't man. know. I definitely agree with that also. I don't think we're here. I think we're here for nothing and we're not leaving a legacy. Yeah. And in order to leave a legacy, you have to do something. You have to put leave a part of you, um, whether that's money for your children, children in itself, uh, doing good deeds or doing bad deeds. Some people get off to the, get off to the thought of being infamous or the infamy of it all. Um, and then I think as as children, we do have these big dreams and things of that nature, and they get tampered down by our realizations of how the world really is. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think it, you're, we're all left up to leaving a legacy because do like people die and then five generations later, you know, you're completely forgotten. Even if it, you know you leave behind music or something like that, mm-hmm. you can your your memory dies off eventually. I mean, this is true. I think that so depends. I think on... it's more important about. I don't. I don't even. I don't really think. I can't. I can't assess. I can't put that. That on you know, being the point of life. I think that depends on your family's um culture also. Because in my family, we're very open about talking about the previous generations. I mean, I go back to people like great, 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 greats. But I also think that that's attributed to having immigrants in my family, where it's like there's already from coming to this country, there's already that element of we can't forget the people who are over there. We can't forget the many, many years we were over there. You know what I mean? So I don't think that legacy, even if it's even if in mine, you're going to be forgotten in, in, in five generations. It doesn't have to be that, though, at all. But, I mean, do you, is that a legacy, or is that just people who know your name? For example, um, my uncle invented... That's actually interesting. For example, my mm-hmm. uncle invented the the carpal tunnel bracelet, right? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, yes, he did, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're telling me you're telling me your uncle is David R. Carpal tunnel bracelet? Okay, that's impossible. <laughs> so your last name don't even sound like that. <laughs> carpal tunnel. Your, your last name doesn't even sound like carpal tunnel bracelet. I don't want to hear it. Anyway. It's he'll be remembered regardless of family or whatever the case is. That's that's a name and story that's going to go on for gener- for generations and generations. So I'm saying regardless of what the practices, even in me saying the practices in your own family, 
the world can remember who you are, depending on what you decide to do and what you aspire to do. And people who even aspire to do these things don't necessarily, I'm not going to say they're not looking for a legacy either, but sometimes it just happens. Like, you never know what you're going to do. I mean, yeah, but uh, podcast listeners, when's the last time you guys looked up the creator of the carpal tunnel bracelet? I'll ask that same question to you, Kasaya. When was the last time you looked up the creator of the carpal tunnel bracelet? I'll give you some time. I'll give you some time to think about that. That's not, listen, that's not listen. Matters. I went to CVS today and I saw a carpal tunnel bracelet and I thought about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not much of a legacy. Sure, it's an invention. Y'all know who he is. But what was his wife's name? Like, do you know? Maybe you do know. And again, that's just a name. Uh, generations later, the, it, your impact is nil, you know. Even if you nil have steel. yeah, even if you have a family, what you did doesn't necessarily mean add up to shit. You know, we we are dust in the wind, as they say. So what you're saying is that when, I don't know, when Bill Gates dies five this generations later, we don't, we don't give a shit about what, what, what Bill Gates did. That isn't, that isn't, even we don't know his name or anybody. There's people alive today that don't know the the person who. Well, just, yeah. What? People will not. To attack Bill yeah. Gates real quick, Windows 10 is trash. Like, so I mean, his legacy yeah. is already tarnished. People, people will, there'll come a point where, you know, you know, God willing, we don't destroy our planet in the next three generations or whatever, and we're all dead. Um, there'll come a point where people will not know or give a fuck about who Bill Gates was, except for uh, future computer geeks. Like, they, who's who's the dude that made the abacus? Walter R. Abacus? You don't know. First of all, I don't know what the fucking abacus is. But exactly. Is, but hold on. But hold on. But if I use one of the most important inventions use, of like modern age, use an abacus on a daily basis for my floors, you, you or do. whatever the case may be. You use the abacus every still, day. He still lives on within that invention, is what I'm saying. This person's yeah, but impact the, is still alive. Yeah, the impact is, but you person, I mean, the that person personally, as the creator. The legacy, the impact, yeah, sure, of course. But the legacy, like, it doesn't matter. Anyone could have invented it. I could tell you, yeah, uh, Hephaestus Abacus created the, the Abacus. And you wouldn't know the difference. Nobody would care. But it was the first, like, I think, I believe it was, like, the first calculating device, which led to the calculator, which led to the computer, which led to your phone, and everything else. So it's like. But you still use it. I thought it, that was. And the I thought that was. Matters. Um, Megatron. Oh yeah, no, you were right. You're right. My bad. It was Megatron. Yeah, no, no, you're right. <laughs> it was the All Spark. It was Megatron. My bad. I, I watch all the Transformers movies. The All Spark created all technolo- technological advances on this planet. I thought you guys knew back in 2000, 2006, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was about that time. Then I have a question. This is mainly for Shane. Um. Do you feel like, then what do you feel like if, what is the purpose of being here if not to try to create a legacy? If you feel like your legacy does not live on into what you create, what you make, things like that, 
or whatever the case may be, even with your family, you don't think them knowing your name is a, or at least coming from, you know, your seed, whatever the case may be. You don't feel like that's a part of your legacy, you living on through them. The purpose, human, is to conquer your puny planet. Sorry, that was Megatron. Sorry, Megatron. It's okay, I'm going to edit it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remove yeah, that? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, it's to gain the Allspark Master. No, no, no. We didn't, we didn't need the second. No. <laughs> no that was Starscream. That was Starscream. Yeah, that was Starscream. That was a little bit better. That, was, that wasn't my fault. Uh, that was Starscream. Um, uh, purpose of life. Oh, okay. I got you right now. Um, I think we all have a role to play. I think it's like a, a like a watch. So every, well, not like a like a not like a digital watch, but like a um, you know like a classic timepiece or a grandfather clock. Every cog, you know, every piece fits into another piece. And it's necessary for that piece to keep on ticking for the rest of the watch to work. And you don't know exactly. You'll never see the face of the, the, the watch or the clock. Or, you know, you'll never see the grand impact, but you're necessary to be a part of it for it to work. But then it goes into what aspect? Because if we look at it in like the terms of the world, right? We are not even major cogs. We're not even minor cogs in the machine. You feel me? Like, we are just, we are similar to ants just roaming the fuck around. You know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, Bill Gates can, can and should have way of a more, uh, way more of an effect in the grand scheme of things because he has that ability or that, uh, What's the the word I'm looking for? You realize Bill Gates was only a couple people away from not inventing shit? Someone could have been like, a group of people could have been like, yo, that's stupid. And if he believed them, he would have left that idea, tried to create something else, and then we wouldn't have anything. If someone had given him like an extra two swirlies in his life, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to pack it up and commit suicide or whatever... He, like it wouldn't matter. Like there's a there's always only a couple people away from anything. So it, you, you ever even, even if we're even if we're ants, a bunch of ants together can take down the craziest of bugs. So we, bugs life, nineteen ninety seven. I saw that exactly, you know exactly. We're we're on a roll with the classics right now. So yeah, it it all <laughs> it, it all works for the same good you know it all like even but even when it's funny like to get even more so uh philosophical you know you have people because i'm i'm christian or whatever and then you have people who are atheists and they're like oh i don't believe in the bible and it's like i never feel like i have to try to convince anyone because i feel like that's the purpose like if you're an atheist you don't believe in god or whatever then and you read like people who read the bible and they're like nah i still don't believe in god or whatever then that's probably what is supposed to happen that's how this is supposed to work for you that like it's not i don't see i don't think you're escaping the matrix that you're just in a different part of it you know i I hear what you're saying yeah that's but that's the religious part of it that is a different you know a whole different bag but i do see what you mean right so do you believe in like a greater plan or something like that I believe that there is 
uh, I see. I'm I tend to believe in the multiverse theory that there's you know there's multiple Same. universes that mm-hmm. like an infinite mm-hmm. amount. So that all of our decisions can change, you know, can change things, right? So I think everything that could happen has happened slash will happen slash is happening. So that our decisions, so, and well, to get even more philosophical, so it's like all of us have, you know, the easiest word to equate it to be would be like a soul. So we all have a soul. We all get to ride through uh, having a physical body and we make the decisions based on who we are in our soul. And then that affects whatever universe that we're in. And thus we become part of that clock. So it ticks a certain way and it will, won't take any other way in any other universe, like we decide, it's like a, like a, like roots, you know, like a tree, trees, trunk roots. So you start at a certain point and depending on what you do, you end up, it's like a map, you know, you end up in a different road, a different direction. That's, it's actually interesting that you say that because it kind of contradicts what you were saying before, because that is also part of legacy, your roots, where you came from, all of that. So do you not believe, um, and I'll pose this question to both of you. Do you not believe that um, your past, we'll speak personally for this conversation, your past, the things you have been through shape your future, like wanting to be here and then having to grow up, you know, wanting to keep being here or at one point in your life, not wanting to be here and then either growing up through that or letting that influence every decision you make moving forward. See, I think it's, I think it's actually speaks to what, um, Devon was saying, and I differentiate, I think you can have impact versus legacy. I think if you want a legacy that has to do with you specifically versus your impact, which is just the general things you might have done that have domino affected the future. So if you have a legacy, it's like, um, you know, B.B. King's legacy is one of the greatest blues men of all time or whatever and mm-hmm. we know bb king that's him is you know he might not have started it but you know that's his bag or whatever that's his legacy now if you want to see how blues has affected other music and other all the other stuff later on that's his impact so it won't be, not, not his name won't be important but his mark will be on all the music of the future based on that which is the point that I was making before, because while your name doesn't necessarily live, your name is a name. Uh, companies, my name is my name. Companies, companies will change <laughs> labels, and so on and so forth. It's not that important. What matters is what does it bring? What does it deliver? How does it influence? How does it change culture? All of these things happen with impact. What really happens yes. with the name? <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. See, that's impact, though. That's not legacy. I think if you're, if you're actually, talking about legacy... To me, they're one, to me, they're one and the same, to be honest. Nah, because if a legacy... That's like having a legacy act. A legacy act is, you know, like Shaka Khan. It's Shaka Khan. Now, if you want to have someone doing Shaka Khan's music, that doesn't make them a legacy act. That's not... Because that's not their name. Okay, but look at what I'm saying here. Knowing Shaka Khan's name... No, let's go the other way. 
listening to Shaka, li- listening to Shaka Khan's. I'm music, actually going. Listening to Shaka Khan's music. Better example. Could change your life. Better example. Use Tupac. Oh, are we, are we okay. all talking at the same time? Right, okay, so me Tupac too. Then. Yeah. So Tupac. Use listening... Tupac instead of Shaka Khan. Like <laughs> Tupac Listen, Khan. Listening to Tupac's music can Tupac. change your life. <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to Tupac's music can get you through days Shock you box. didn't know you didn't know you were gonna get through. Also. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah, what happened? Yo. Yo? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you were just making a point. Or kind no, of I don't know. I don't know why it just happened. Just said I had to reconnect. You could uh, take your shit out later. But anyway, like I said, Tupac, Tupac, <laughs> even that was wild for me. No, because we already been through this. Tupac's music can change your life. <laughs> things that Tupac yeah, has written about. So... Well, mm-hmm. things that Tupac has written about no, um, can get you through days that you didn't know you're gonna get through. But knowing Tupac's name. Does what? What does that do for you? You can hang it up on your wall. You can write it down in your books, whatever. But it's the music that that changes you. It's music that influences you. It's the music that shapes your perception. You know what I'm saying? There's a very big difference in that. That's why. That's why, like I said, it's one and the same. Because what does a name really do for you on its own? Uh, it a name is huge. Then the very name Tupac, like you, you can talk about one of Tupac's songs, that's fine. But if you say this rapper is like Tupac, then you're inviting a whole different conversation. If I said, hey, I think, um, uh, what's that? What's that nigga? Uh, damn it. Okay. If I said Hurricane Chris was like the, the next Tupac, the second coming of Tupac, you would be, yeah, exactly. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> they, I, I would be stoned. But, but if I said, were you thinking about if I said Sextensicon, or or even even that, if you compared that to if you compared those two people, people would freak out. But if you said this song is like this one of Tupac songs, people would be like, all right, I don't understand how, but it's a way easier argument to to make. You know why? Because if you're talking about XXX Tentacion, for a lot of kids, he hit home like that that a lot of his music made a lot of sense to them okay. and they they felt the same way that we felt listening to pot now does that you know for me does that make them the same does that make them even close to the same no but one is an impact and one is a legacy legacy right. can fade impact depending on how big it is will never fade and no matter who you are on the planet as long as you are li- alive you leave an impact so hold on. This is this is what I'm saying here. The comparison you just made is if you say that Hurricane Chris is like Tupac, right? Let's say we do the same thing, but we just say, I don't know, this is David's music and this is Lawrence's music. What difference does that make with two names? But if you go through the catalog of these two artists, their impact is what becomes important. I think so again, the very fact in, so again, that we know... It's yeah, the reaction. Go ahead, go ahead, the reaction is, knock it out. I'm gonna knock it. The reaction is the difference... Again, so, you say you David and Lawrence, no one cares. Your reaction to these is created by the impact, not no. by the name. No, the reaction is created by the name. If I go to someone and, and go, here is, let's take your person, David, and I said, hey, David's, David is at the best entertainer. He's 
better than Michael Jackson, and I go across it overseas and I say that, they'll be like, who is David? Michael Jackson is best. Michael Jackson best. You can't beat Michael Jackson. That's what we're doing. No. Okay. <laughs> um. Michael, Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson's name is his name. I didn't bring up a song. But if I said uh, versus, um, I don't know, uh, what, what's that song? The Girl Is Mine versus David's mm. blah, blah, blah song. Most then you'd have to go. Okay, well, what's the, what is David's song? I've never heard that song, so it might be better. But you you're putting a whole catalog, a whole person in a name that's a legacy versus somebody else. That's going to start an argument. Bring well, that. I'm telling you, with name, anyone, that name matters because of the impact. The impact doesn't matter because of the name. That's what I'm. Yeah, trying to tell you. but one. Yes, but what I'm trying to tell you is one will outlast the other. So if you have a legacy that. that was created by an impact, then the legacy no, 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 no. will last. But change, change, the change. impact think... will last a lot longer than the legacy. No, no, no. You actually have them mixed up. I think that's what no, the issue no. is. So listen, 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 check it. The reason why we... I'm going to go back to the Tupac analogy, right? Or you could substitute Michael Jackson for whatever listeners, whoever you feel touched you the most, right? Pause. So for Tupac, yeah, pause, whatever. I don't care. I'm a straight man. I already know what I like. Either way, <laughs> Tupac made an impact through his music when he was alive. He said some things that nobody was saying. He was trying to get everybody to recognize the issues in our society or whatever the case may be that he felt afflicted people that look like him, people in his age range, whatever the case may be. When he died, the fact that we still talk about him is his legacy. We still listen to his music. That is his legacy. We are still trying to learn from the things that he talked about, taught us, things of that nature. That is a legacy. Uh -huh. That is a part of that man. You feel me? So seeing as he is still teaching, even Einstein, if you think about it, like Einstein, his legacy Wait, just, is just choose whatever the, he said. Just choose the one. Stay on if you want to stay on Tupac, because I I would want to answer more to that. Oh no, it's it's not even that. I'm not even going to talk about it because I don't. I'm not physics. I don't study that. I'm not a rocket scientist. But the things that we study, right, or go back to when listening, um, speaking about a particular person, that is their legacy. Police brutality was Tupac. Physics might have been Einstein, whatever the case may be. Right. If you go to a conversation and reference a specific person who talked about that subject, that is a part of their legacy because we associate that specific thing with how they made us feel, whatever the case may be. That is their legacy. Right. But what happens now, when we stop listening to, uh, as the majority, stop listening to Tupac's music? It's the same thing with and, it's the same thing with classical music. When the majority of people, like, you know, Brahms and Bach and uh, all of them made amazing yeah. music, Beethoven, they made amazing music, but the majority of people cannot tell you, you know, what their fifth movement was or whatever, but that's, that's their legacy. So... For them, their legacy is gone. But what is left is the rest of the music that evolved off of that. That's their impact. When something becomes obsolete, like I like I mentioned in a, like like the Abacus or whatever, 
it becomes obsolete. Mm. Nobody, nobody cares about it anymore. But the impact is everything else that it spawned. So a legacy can die. It that's might- a part of the legacy. No, 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 no. no. Is, his impact. You keep talking about the music. Like that's why I said stay on Tupac. You said no, no, no. Listen, <laughs> listen to his music. People will reference Albert Einstein's theories and blah blah blah. When people stop doing that, their legacy is gone. Or if it dwindles, it's it's not it's no longer important. What's important is what it spawned. That's what it spawned is an impact. That is actually if we're going to talk about the abacus, right? The impact was he invented the abacus. The abacus changed the game. That's the impact. It happened. That was the impact. Boom. The shit blew up. The legacy that followed thereafter is the computer, the laptop, whatever the, whatever you said, the calculator, all of these things, even if we do not speak about them anymore, the original OG abacus, that is still a part of his legacy because he created the abacus Everything that followed thereafter, after his original roadmap, is nah. a part of his legacy, whether you speak about it or not. I think you guys have it backwards. I think you have that's it backwards. That's What'd you say, bro? Also? No, I said I think he has, I think you think you had it backwards, Shane. But, okay. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I guess <laughs> I can't prove it any different, but yeah, I think, I just think it's backwards. I think I've heard people talk about the impact of certain things, but no one's out here like, yeah, and this is their legacy. Like, nah. No one, no one says, no one says that hip hop is the hmm. legacy of James Brown. Like, no well, one, and, but yeah, even even though mean. it's a direct, no, it is. It's the exact same thing. James <laughs> Brown is James Brown is the Godfather of soul. So the. The soul, same soul music that was used in the the parties and uh, with um, whew, uh, I'm I am blanking on my hip hop. I trust me, people at home. I know this. Um, I'm, the take DJ his card, take his car, take his car. No, no, no. The same. It, he created it, it. Created the same dance breaks that um, Grandmaster Flash, African Bambada. And uh, who's the first one? I'm sorry, Shane. That is incorrect. We're, it's all right. Uh, we're gonna have it's all right. Make your point because I'm actually curious to see where you're taking this. But but those are the same dance breaks that they use to make break dancing that people started rapping over to make rap, and then you have hip hop. Now, the same kids who are listening to hip hop music now aren't listening to, uh, um, I got soul and I'm super bad, but that's the impact. They're like, this is clearly has impacted their lives. Put it like yes. that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's the sentence. This had James Brown hit has impacted their lives. Use legacy. And they are not, they are not James Brown's legacy. Rappers are not James Brown's legacy because that that's not it. If it was, even if you use someone else's music, and then rap was created and that okay. rapper that they're listening to could still exist. So now you have someone else, let's say uh, if they used earth, wind and fires music or whatever, I, I don't know. Now rap still exists, but now it's just earth, wind and fire. That person still exists. That's earth, wind and fires impact, not their legacy. 
again, if y'all don't see it, then that's. I mean, we just have to agree to disagree. But I don't know. Whatever. I hate to agree to disagree, but I mean, I guess ah. that's where we have to go for right now. Um. All right. Well, then, I mean, not agree to disagree. Y'all niggas wrong. Okay. Boom. I said it. <laughs> Even, well, even nigga, it's kind of two against one. I don't think you get to say that. Like, oh yeah, no, I do because I'm I'm strong in my point. So, whatever. Well, oh, y'all thought, I mean, y'all Hitler thought, was strong at his point too. Y'all, but y'all thought, y'all thought you know, numbers, y'all thought numbers, y'all thought numbers was gonna phase me. Nope. Oh, you thought it, you thought numbers didn't affect Hitler either. I, actually, <laughs> actually, they did because that nigga lost. I, I mean, you losing too, but you just don't realize it. But it's okay. No, no, says the numbers don't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I ain't lose shit. Well, all right. So, know, interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, I had always thought about legacy and the things that I would leave here for the next, for the next. What comes after me? You know what I'm saying? I mean, just in the early days of 15, 16, so on and so forth. Still, when those dreams, as KP had mentioned before, were still alive. But interesting enough, it's like getting getting to 18 was still kind of like a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of things, as we've spoken on before, the hardships and the struggles that existed as teens and, and, and somewhat continued into our early 20s were so detrimental to us that it's like, did you guys even think you'd be here, like now? Ugh. No, I thought I'd be dead. Which, you know, we yeah. talked. What we talked about, I feel like, is, you know, um, even in talking with my wife, like we had the conversation. Like, I think, and I brought it up to her. I was like, I didn't think I'd make it past eighteen, and she's like, Oh, that's weird because I neither did I. And I was like, I wonder if that's just a, a product of our environment. Like, you see all these things get going on, and you're just like, ah, I probably won't make it. And, you know, and you beat that. That affected you. Yeah, would I'll you do. say that impacted you? Yeah, I would. So, okay. So it, it, didn't, this... it didn't legacy me. Oh, no, because you don't live with it, but that's okay. But it impacted you and you moved along. It ain't no, the impact don't last forever, but I digress. It's actually interesting that you say that because I do want to point out for listeners, you had that conversation with also specifically, and me myself can actually relate to what you said because I was surprised that I reached 18. I was shocked as hell when I hit 21. Right. Because I really did not expect, you know, to be here. I was shocked as fuck. Like, on my 21st birthday, I just remember being surprised because I did not expect that. And I always had that lingering thought, like, is that a normal thought to have? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why did I have that kind of thought process? Like, we all have our personal reasons, personal experiences between the three of us. I'm not sure if y'all want to divulge, you know what I mean, for everybody in the world to listen to. But um, it was just certain, even just the neighborhoods, you know what I mean, impacted me too. It was like, uh, the way I was, I don't know. What about you also? I mean, I've had guns pointed at me, so that's why that's part of why I'm surprised that I'd be here. Uh, crippling 
utter crippling depression is part of why I'm surprised that I was still here. Um, like I said, it's just, I guess more of, I want to get into the root of why we felt like that, why we felt like we were surprised, and thinking of on a broader on a broader standpoint before even getting into anything more um more acute is I feel like while we were in high school not even high school when we were in even middle school I feel like mm-hmm. all we ever heard was there's not going to be social security when when we get older there's not going to be like, money for retirement. You feel like what? I missed that last part. Oh, I said. Yeah, uh, did you said social security? I feel like there wasn't going to be. I was, like we heard things like there wasn't going to be social security when we got older. There wasn't going to be money for our retirement. Uh the stock market is going to crash. There's not going to be. There's not going to be. Man, any job. you were thinking about social. Yeah, for real, yo. You get this man out of here. Get him, get him out of here, yo. He's no, a monster. No. You even feel like a kid. <laughs> He's like, a monster. <laughs> Yo, no, Devon is imposter. Yo. Oso is imposter. He's out here thinking about social security in middle school. Vote him out. KP, vote him out, bro. He's imposter. This nigga was reincarnated as an old ass man. Nigga said, oh, he's my 401k. He said, you at know, 14. Like, he was an only 13 year old, only 13 year old talking about, well, you know, they say we ain't going to have no social security. I don't know about y'all. I'm trying to get my Medicaid. I'm trying to get my Medicaid before I get out of high school. Is it too he early? Said, for Yo, me? I'm in the lunchroom. He said, he said, is it too early for me to sign up for AARP? Nigga, I said these things, these things were said. It was everything the economy was spoken about as if it wasn't going to exist by the time we were going to be allowed yeah. into adulthood. That's what I'm saying. Think about we live in the time nah, when 9 11 happened. Like, we lived in the time. That changed of, everything. Half of our lives, half of our lives, our country has been at war. There's so, there's so right. many different elements. Wait, that, wait, 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 wait. We can't wait. Uh, okay, so that is a common misconception. Um, our country has been at war for I think either most or uh, all of our lives because you can't forget the Gulf War. We're, I'm not going to say our exact year because I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to put all of our information That's out like that. Just throw it out there. But give me yeah, a- nah. It's been most of or if not all of our lives because you know the U.S. is constantly at war that we just don't talk about and you don't see it in the news, but. Um, Shoot, I had another point that I was gonna say. Ah, damn it, I forgot it. But keep talking. Okay, it's okay, Archer. Anywho, Archer. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's all right. Oh, it's God. a character. Yeah. Who okay. Normally has something, for this. but it's okay. Um, no. To get back to. It's all right. I be that. I be that. <laughs> but to get back on topic, um, <laughs> to be the. To be completely honest, this actually might be the first time I will really open. I don't even know if I've really opened up on an episode. Exclusive, exclusive shit. (laughs) Say uncle. I don't know if I can turn that down in post, so I'm going to need you to chill. (laughs) Warning, warning, the KP is in the building. KP is in the building. Sort of. But it actually relates to something also said when he was speaking, what like crippling depression. 
Like, and <laughs> there is one song. Actually, when you when he said crippling depression, one line from a DMX song popped into my head because at the end of middle school into early high school, my mother had passed, right? And I was just feeling angry and mad. And this is before I even started wilding out. Mm. So um, years later, I'm listening to DMX and his song. And one of his songs, he was yeah, like, I'm um, going to bring it to you cowards and it's going to be quick. And for you niggas that don't believe in me, suck my dick. Suck was that, dick. that was it? Yeah. <laughs> was that the, that's the lyric that really got to you? That, that, that really touched me in a strong way, but no, not that one. Uh, <laughs> um, the nigga was like, I didn't get a haircut and I, could get, I couldn't give a fuck about how I dressed. I was possessed by the darker side and also could probably finish the whole fucking verse. But that specific, those specific bars right there was like, I had really related to that because when I was really fucked up and feeling some type of way, I, I stopped taking care of myself completely and it was really hard it took me years to actually kick it like i didn't i still haven't fully kicked it but it was like i really stopped taking care of myself and having those dark thoughts really completely consumed me and i went looking for escapes you know what i mean i started smoking started drinking probably way too young I started having sex and doing extra shit just to get my mind other places. And it was really crazy. So it was things like that that made me think, yo, like 18, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if I burned out at 18. And then at 17, I'm, I started, you know, hanging out outside, class like 11, 12, 1, 2 in the morning, things like that. And I started meeting other, like, it was things like that. I don't know about y'all personal experiences. Also talking about he pulling choppers out on people. But. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before you, I remember what I was going to say. I was, because we brought up 9-11 and how that changed everything. And I was like, I think yeah. a part of that is the reason, not not 9-11 per, per se, but what we, as to what we were talking about before, it's like we are the first generation to go through this kind everything. of existence. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, we been, went through everything, right? And we've been <laughs> on both sides of the coin, we were around before the internet, discovered and the we're around in lifetime. Mm -hmm. it's everything, <laughs> right? Like, before it was like being old, being an old person was pretty much the same, being an adult was relatively the same. But we've had the most amount of progress, we've run the complete gamut of what's going on. And that yeah. due to be like, oh, so I don't even know how to be an adult. I don't even know the rules here. I don't like it. everything changes for us. Well, let me, let so me add I'm to that sure too. it's well, you know, what? I'm you sure it's kind of making this like, well, yeah, I was going to say it, it's I'm sure it's multiple things. It's one where it's because we're, uh, you know, black people. So getting older is not guaranteed as it, as is. Uh, number two is just our generation. <laughs> so it's like, you know, who knows what could take you out next? And, you know, number three is probably just that general feeling of, you know, anything could happen. Yeah, to Shane's point, being an adult before, kind of everything just went the same way for everybody, more or less. And for us, 
shit has changed so much. This is much. true. This is big facts. But I also want to point out that I'm not going to be the only one opening up on this podcast and leaving, you know, with that. That was a good episode, you guys. That was a great episode also. Uh, glad you guys had me on. Uh, so you'll see y'all later. Thanks for tuning in. I said personal shit, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying in addition <laughs> KP, to that, you got that. What I'm saying in addition to that is the fact that, like like Shane was saying, every adult kind of had the same experience growing up previously, but now for us, things change so much and so continuously. We don't have a chance to just sit here and train. We don't have a chance at any at any uh, platform to just train and become better people here. Things keep changing, and we have to keep changing with it. We don't have a choice, you know what I mean. And in, in the meanwhile, what adds to what adds to that type of depression that develops from that is that we have people who are adults before who didn't have to continuously didn't have to continuously adapt, telling us we're not doing enough. We're sitting here with a generation that's the most educated, true, true. paid the least, has the least housing. There's so many. Keep going. I'm listening, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yo, you hear his voice, right? He is he's awake. <laughs> this man is awake. There's too many trying to spit facts right yeah. now. I think he just uh, made a fact that attribute to depression, suicide, just in and just overall I feel like I can't go I can't keep going for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Or I'm just gonna sit here or like Kasaya said, I'm gonna sit here and just be fucked up because shit is fucked up. Oh, oh you y'all heard that feedback? Also, you all right? Nah. Nah, it's you good. I mean, I'm, no, 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 no. This, 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 these feelings are why we started the podcast to begin with. <laughs> he said, he said the rent's too damn high, and <laughs> it's 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 too. It's well, we we live in a combination of shit that wasn't well thought out in the future, and that we're being blamed for not being able to live in it. Right. That's that's the that's the craziest part. Like. I was trying to explain to uh, my brother-in-law, uh, yeah. how, like this version of capitalism and everything was not thought out to include what we're going through right now. So it's failing, and people are trying to cling on, cling to it, and it, that we can't do it anymore. It's not a sustainable uh, idea. Like, Things have to change and change radically. That I actually completely agree with that. Like the current things we were doing or what were working in the past, they no longer apply to this new world that has been created, more or less. You know what I mean? Like, just think back 15 years ago. Cyberbullying, shit like that, that did not exist. Like the some of these laws that we have in our current society are so completely outdated. Uh, that they do not apply anymore. Things need to have a radical, for lack of a better term, clearing of the board. We need to change a lot of things. And to yeah, change yeah. a lot of things, we might have to start yeah, completely just, over. Just, we have to go back to the drawing board. And it, it used to kill me because yeah. my parents would be like, I know what you're going through. And I'd be like, no, you don't. You've Shit. never done this. You you know, I, get, I, I get you might recognize the feelings, but you've never traversed this map before. You might know that, you know, R2 is shoot and run is with X, but you've never done this map. You can't tell me that this is where you need to hide. You can't tell me this is where you can 360 no scope from. You can't tell me this shit because you've never seen it before.
Well, and just to address, while I feel like I have like a ringing in my ear, somebody's asking it while they're listening. To be clear, mm-hmm. go to school, you get a job, you go into the army, or you go to college. You get out of any one of these things. You get a job. You work hard. You get raises. You get uh uh, uh you have your insurance. You have your insurance. You have your benefits. You get promoted. Uh. There's certain there's a certain line to things and how they could work, well, and then you you know you also rent and you eventually get a house and so on and so forth. There are steps to this. There were steps to this before that made it very simple, but just economically, we're not set up to do that anymore. I've said on I said on many podcasts the best not even the best way for people the way I've gotten a raise I've gotten raises most raises in life was leaving my job to go someplace else because jobs are saying. We don't have it. Uh, we don't have right. it. It's probably the main thing. But in general, just having to navigate this to continuously find our find our worth in different places that didn't exist before. You know, right? And and even the base, the very basis of that being the hiring process, and you know how jobs go about giving out raises and finding people is completely different because I remember my mom talking about working at a, I think a roller rink or something. And it was just because she was there. Like she, her friend, like parents own the rink or something like that, something like that. And she was there long enough that they were like, Hey, you want to just do this for me? And they're like, and she was like, okay. And then she just continuously was there doing things, and they started paying her. And it's like, okay, now you work here. Like you what? can't do that anymore. It happened. You could, and you could do that. You could do that at the age of like fourteen, and now you're fourteen with the job. Like you can't do that anymore. And today, and today, you could walk into a place that clearly needs something. They tell you, okay, you have to apply online. You apply online. You wait two weeks. Right. <laughs> and then you go back to this place again. They still don't have somebody. They tell you they. they right budget cuts, whatever the case is. When you went there initially, they told you to apply online because it's going to pay $19 an hour. You go online, they switch the job title. Now it's only $14 an hour, and you need to have your bachelor's degree to do it. That didn't exist. Right. <laughs> no, oh, not only do you need to have their bachelor's degree, you have, need to have experience in doing it. It's an entry-level position, and you need five years' experience. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, before, you could wander in from out of town and be like, I need a job here. And they'd be like, can you handle a bucket and a mop? <laughs> and then that was it. That was the hiring process. They would hire you off a firm handshake. That, uh... You could, you could get, you could get hired because they like the cut of your jib. And before anybody. Yeah. Before Tell one good joke. And now you got a job. Before anybody could even try and, and, and mumble their salty lips to say, this is the complaint podcast. There's too many podcasts we've had where we've talked about, all avenues you could go down to help yourself within this time because we do things extremely important to share the knowledge of how we manage to do things how do we navigate um how do we navigate these planes and help each other in this ever-changing job market housing market and so on and we'll always continue oh no bro absolutely absolutely Wait, what? Now, Wayne, now we addressed 
we addressed the fact that you know we didn't think we'd be here but we didn't really get to i don't know i feel like there's i feel like there's a question here that is what makes us all connected between um between me kasaya you your wife this person that person stephanie if she was here today um that none of us felt like this was going to exist so within that unanswered question it's like now that we are here what do we plan to do what what do we plan to do with it go with the flow i think that's all we can do <laughs> i mean I, I really think that's all we t- can do because look at how much has changed in this year alone like when we do have kids how school is handled how like going forward everything is going to change after this it's going to get crazier and and our kids will be the one talking about you've never been here in this situation you don't know how to navigate this because it's going to be different we we again like i said we were on both sides of the coin we grew we know what it was to have been around before the internet and after it and they're going to only know after it and not only are they going to know going to know after it they're going to know after uh after internet after covid which is a completely different world like i mean they well i definitely understand exactly what you mean as far as the covid situation but those kind of things as far as like you know the life changing while that is true for them it's really going to change on yo your mask is trash what you wearing blah 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 it's that's not even a heavy change you know what i mean no Um, their heavy change is the internet because they're they didn't grow up with the internet they grew up and the internet was there so their entire social structure has changed already because as they can you know important social events can be so and so unfollowed so and so that would never happen for us we you you can tell you can see our disconnect in the fact how many of us are like i don't even understand how you can find tiktok important or even look at it why why (laughs) like why y'all snapchat snapchat and like it it doesn't make sense that's not even important like like the stuff that they that they place importance on is already so far from what we did and it's all and it's only going to get more that that uh distance is only going to get more vast as time goes on and by the time we do have kids and they grow up to a point where they can have issues it's going to be an even greater gap so that the impact of that that whole social media thing is going to be insane I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think it's going to be light at all. I think it's. It's going to be really difficult for us to understand. I don't. I don't think we'll get it. And and for that part, we're just going to have to kind of roll with the punches. You know, what's the next thing? I mean, we simply talk about perception. I mean, it's just the idea to me that I have no idea what it's like to grow up with the internet and to have grown with it now and understand things so early. It's like it was amazing for adults to see us in our time use do coding do coding on myspace for example like creating our pages and shit just simple shit like that was something that companies were looking for people to do for for 80 to a hundred thousand dollars and shit you know what i mean so 
when you grow up with it as a child, you already have an idea of what this is. And then like anything else, your mind is going to go to, okay, how do I start to use this though? How do I kind of influence this? How do I fit this into my everyday Innovate. Like I just got right. Alexa. My kids will have Alexa from the beginning. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want Alexa. I don't think I'm ever going to do that. Well, that's what that's point. It's just about <laughs> Word, I think you missed the point for that one, bro. No, yes. I, I have full-on conversations with Alexa, so it's fine. Again, nah, that's too much information. I try to limit. I know it, I know we're already screwed, but I try to limit how screwed I'm going to be with, you know, my DNA and my casual conversations. Remember when you wouldn't put your credit card on the internet, like even to buy things? And now I'm... I, I, now I type in now I type in my credit card number at the speed of light on the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm still skeptical. Fuck that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm the opposite in this. Where I feel like, I mean, obviously I care about internet security and so on. I mean, I just had a case of someone who their webcam was hacked into and the information was stolen. But, wow! Wow, that's crazy. I, I, got that. I have tape over my webcam right now. Yeah, I have a thing for my webcam also. But I'm just saying, in general, these are things that they'll already have as a reality, and we had to learn was a serious thing. We had to eventually learn that this is a real thing um, that we should be wary of. And then with that thought in mind, our parents think about it. (laughs) Well, then I have the last question that, well, that I could think of. Um, what kind of, seeing as everything is changing, you know, as we progress, things get, you know, the game changes, whatever it may be COVID, uh, we get 5G, whatever the case may be. What would you tell your descendants if, as to make an impact for Shane and for also and everybody else in the world, what kind of things would you like to leave as your legacy? For Shane, it's impact. <laughs> people, people, you have you used to have to write people mail with like paper and then send it. There you go. No, not like. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, don't ever forget the basics. Don't forget just basic social skills, understanding tone, gestures, things that are just that are beyond just somebody's voice. And I think that that's a dying art. That if someone in even in this age mm. still continues to perfect or have an advantage over people off bat, right? I could actually agree with that. I would yeah, say, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I would say, train your body, train your mind, be suspicious of the status, suspicious quality. or cautious, suspicious or cautious, cautious, bro. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to go suspicion because you have to ask questions then. And because it, it's only going to get crazier. Like you can you can make whole videos with somebody else's face and voice now. You can fake pictures. You can fake videos. You can fake text. You can fake it all. So I'd say suspicious. Because caution just means like, uh, you know, watch out. But nah, suspicion means there's a chance. Elevated, elevated caution. Like, 
caution if something could happen. Suspicion is kind of like, when is it going to happen? Is it? I don't know. That's the way I think of it. <laughs> no, point, point well, solid if you're in caution, it's yellow, and if it's suspicion, it's it's like orange. So I mean, it's just a higher level of caution to me. I've never seen a an <laughs> at a stop sign. I've never seen that in a suspicious light. <laughs> <laughs> the light turned yellow. Ah, that that light is up to something, man. <laughs> no, and then the light turns orange, and you're like, oh, that light is definitely something's going on. You made, a, you made a legal turn that suspicious light back there. You have to, uh, have to write you one. <laughs> oh my God, that car is the cause of the Amber Alert right there. That's him. That's him. What is that? What is that All bell? Right. Does someone have a cat? It's strange it went white to cats and not like the ghost and that dumbass. Oh. That was like the ghost that was clapping. I don't know what movie that was. That shit was stupid. The clapping ghost? <laughs> no, well, that's nothing to come Yo, I just thought it. <laughs> could you imagine a twerking, a twerking, a twerking ghost? That's what okay, movie. and on that note, like. <laughs> no. It just mysteriously smells like booty cheeks at night. <laughs> Yo, I can't, I, can't, I, I can't go to sleep because at night all I hear is. All right. And this is where I sign off because I can't do this. I'm not going to have in my brain a, a twerking ghost, which is clapping. I'm just not going to do that. That's scary. That's scarier than the chains rattling and shit like that. That shit just twerking in the corner. I got sleep paralysis. Nah. <laughs> You got sleep paralysis. You're over there like, mm, mm. Said, ooh, this mm. goes again. <laughs> I just, I just want to that You know, you know how movies they'll like have a record player and they'll hear like they'll hear some kind of like spooky record in the background. All you, all you hear is this one's for the nine nine in the two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, what happened? No, no, no. Go, go ahead. No. I actually forgot my train of thought. That should actually make me laugh. <laughs> uh, you were talking about uh, what you would tell your future people. I ain't got no. I ain't got no life lessons to hand out. Just be aware of all times of what you do. Try to be the best person you are. That's my final thought about what I would tell my descendants. That sounds like a life lesson, man. Does it it really? That just sounds like common sense to me. That's like no one ever was. That's all. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, yeah. I think that that about does it. Um, you know, great podcast, you know, uh, to those listening, you know, beware the port goes tonight and I want to do that as a sketch so bad. You know, if, if y'all see that anywhere, just know it came from here first. People are biting because that is a funny premise. Let's put a couple ones in the, the, the twerking ghost. <laughs> the, no, twerking ghost. 
Yo, if you have you have to exercise it with like ones with money. <laughs> she she sneaks up into your ear at night and she's like, subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, Sam Sam and that Dean. shit would actually be a nightmare. That shit would probably scare me. Sam and Dean Winchester come and she throw, harasses you until you do subscribe. Coded ones, they throw salt coated ones. At her. <laughs> All right, let's end it now. This has a limited book to All right. <sighs> oh, okay. Um, While my nigga is, yeah. Wait, uh, just you guys make sure you go to uh, the No Ledge podcast. What is that? Twitter or whatever. What's up, another? Uh, <laughs> make sure y'all make sure y'all go on that and tell these niggas how wrong they are. And they don't know what the fuck the difference between a legacy and an impact is. They want to say it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. All right. Uh, thank All you right. guys for having me. Uh, cool. And with that said, uh, Devon, play us out. I, I, I was. Nigga said, play us out. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> All right. That's all for tonight, folks. Good night, y'all.